0: Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Good to be back again online this Wednesday as we prepare our hearts to receive from God. Will us bless him, worship him, Akalosuprolime Kerosende, Crasta Hallelujah, Lord, Semoronde Repel Bazanda. Prosufel Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Rapa se Kriste ke leboko rakosa kalmarakasta. Aba shanta Le kotokori enteri bakara santa bakara. Holy, 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 Lord. God Almighty. Early in the morning my prayer shall rise to Thee. Only Thou art holy, merciful and mighty. God in three persons blessed trinity god in three persons blessed trinity it's your blood that cleanses me It's your blood that gives me life. It's your blood that took my place in redeeming sacrifice. Washes me whiter than the snow than the snow, my Jesus, God's precious sacrifice, oh my Jesus, God's precious sacrifice, hallelujah Lord, Oh, the precious blood of the Lamb speaks for us right now. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. Oh, hallelujah, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Your blood is our life Mrasoto Krusto Frevidese Palajandara Hallelujah glory, 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 glory. Thank you, thank, you, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Rapazerebel marasa barabala Worship you, worship you. Graza malma rapra Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Rapidero zucura bala branda la Hallelujah. Worship you. Receprela barmilla ragazanda. Thank you, Lord, 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 thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 Masharabakaria Balaramasikeri, Razem Ronto Kuste Prestefeto Rudo rambalanderiste. Thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father. Chefste Prosoprosamoto Koste preste, Baser de bocorondo. Hallelujah Mashakabara Zambra la Bakaraba zeribendele Thank you Father thank you Father Sapara Baraba la remeso Baraba de karibu Oh Hallelujah Eshere mekrebel mele Thank you Father Hallelujah Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. you. Hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We worship you right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. We trust your mercy in this place. In these last days, we we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Abba Father. Hallelujah. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. We trust you, Lord. Welcome, mighty Holy Spirit. You're actually the teacher and the guide, strengthener, the helper. We worship you. We thank you. We bless you. Oh, we open ourselves to you. We call every need met, every oak destroyed, every burden removed. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Holy One. Thank you, Holy One. Thank you, Holy One. Thank you, Lord. thank you, Abba. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you Great King, thank you, Holy One. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you hallelujah 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 hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah thank you, 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 thank you thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We receive right now, we receive right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We trust that God will minister to us and prepare us for these days that are ahead. Hallelujah. The Bible is full of these wonderful prayers, particularly the New Covenant, where you get the heart of God on um, issues and how he would like us to enjoy our time on the planet With respect to him, reverence for him also. For instance, the Philippians chapter 1, prayer. If you have been familiar with our prayer pockets and all of that. Like Brother Georgie said, it's not to put it in your pocket and just walk around, but to actually pray. Hallelujah. Philippians, the first chapter. Let's go there and notice there a wonderful prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Philippians 1. Observing there in verse 9, it says, And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. This is King James. That you may approve things that are excellent, that you may be sincere without offense till the day of Christ. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, unto the glory and praise of God. Hallelujah! Wonderful prayer there. Maybe we'll hear it uh, in Canada also. Philippians one nine to twelve, not eleven. Yeah. Praise God. Mr. Kripa gets a little overhaul now and then, but uh, it's a familiar prayer, and uh, if you see it closely, it has certain thoughts, Then our love may abound yet more and more. Notice that. So there is no limit to this love walk. We can stretch it some more, yet more and more. Hallelujah. And it's based on knowledge and judgment. Notice that word, perception, discernment, all of those thoughts. That we may prove things that are excellent. That we may be sincere without offense till the day of Christ. Hallelujah. So this prayer is look, looking towards the day of of Christ also. Hallelujah.
1: Nimma right. Priti, Hechuta, Hechuta, Nivu, Jnana mattu Purna, Viveka garinda Kuli, the Varagira Bacon Uttama Karia Galu Yava, Vendu, Nivu, Vivechisuva Raga, Bacon Talu, Christana, Dina, the Varege, Nivu, Sarada ragi, u, Nirmala Ragi, u, Ira Bacon Yesu, Christana Mulaka, Niti, Emba falagarinda in the Tumbi, the Varagi, Mahime, and Nus, Totra, and Nu, Taruva Varagira beken, talu, prati,
0: Glory to God. So there is a day coming and that day is the day of Christ for the believer. Praise God. And that day is talking about the day when the Lord Jesus comes after the trumpet and the voice. You're going to hear those two things. Wow. Hallelujah. And then we're going home. Hallelujah. And uh, we should be enjoying these prayers, thinking about them so that we'll be sincere without offense, till that day. Notice that. So there is a uh, checking that these prayers work for us, that we have excellence or highest value systems always before us to be sincere, without offense, till the day of Christ, filled with fruits of righteousness. So we should be able to come to Jesus with plenty of fruits. Amen which are by him unto the glory and praise of God. That's a wonderful, wonderful prayer. What I noticed recently was we read uh, verse 6 one time during our fasting season, in the beginning of the months like that, and verse 6 said that Paul was confident of this very thing, that he which had begun the good work in these Philippians he would perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen? So the same day is mentioned there, and he was very confident about that working inside, the one who began the good work in them, that he would perform it until that day. Praise God. But notice that after saying all that, he now prays in verse 9 that these perfections and these developments will take place. Hallelujah. Interesting, isn't it? So it means that just because you're confident and you are sure about the working on the inside of you, it doesn't mean that it's going to automatically happen. There has to be certain prayers, certain desires that will help us bring it forth. Praise God. So, thank God we can be confident that he which began the good work in us, he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. But we need to be praying these prayers also so that there's a performance of those things from inside, working outside, and what the world sees are the fruits. And they would like to enjoy that What the believer also sees are fruits, and they would like to enjoy it. And so sometimes, even without preaching just by the fruits in your life, thank God you'll be able to give Jesus praise and glory. Hallelujah. Let's hear verse 6 also in Canada. Praise God. So you and I are on this journey here and um, there's a lot to trust God for, believe God for, because this is the heart of God that we will be able to see values of things and then choose properly. Hallelujah proving what is of highest value, and remaining sincere, and of course, without offense, till that day. How many of you know that that's going to take some work? And that work has to be from inside, not by fleshly energy, you know, just gritting your teeth and saying, I will not be offended, I will not be offended, and doing your best not to be offended, and so on. Well, that's, you know, one way of doing it, but the other way is praying these prayers again and again. Hallelujah, because the Spirit who inspired these verses is guaranteed to work with them. Hallelujah, being filled with fruits of righteousness. So it's not going to happen automatically. It has to be prayed out and desired. And when you ask, when you desire, whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, believe you receive it and you shall have it. So you begin to say, my prayers are working. These verses are coming to pass. I have not wasted my breath praying these prayers. God is helping me to choose what is excellent, of highest value. God wants me to enjoy a great welcome where I come to Him, to His presence, without any offense, with great fruits. Hallelujah. That I remain sincere and I walked in these things and enjoyed the benefit of seeing them. Praise God. So you can see the heart of God here. And uh, based on that, we'll pray. Another prayer that uh, shows us such things is also in Hebrews 13. And it says there in the 20th verse, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Hallelujah. Make you perfect, thank you Jesus, in every good work, to do his will, working in you that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Wow, praise God. What a prayer there. Again, unveiling God's heart and desire for us and, you know, working with us. And that everlasting covenant. So you could say that through the blood of the everlasting covenant, you are locked in to salvation with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank God that that is also his performance, his life, his marks, his uh, value with God is all in that blood. His life is in that blood and it's been poured out for us. It's been given to us in an everlasting covenant. So you and I are locked into that blood covenant. So you could say, thank God, our spirit man is saved right now. Hallelujah. Just as he is born from above. Praise God. Flesh of his flesh, in quote, born of his bone. One with him. Praise God. So we don't have a problem with our spirits, I believe. Glory to God. Let's hear... This prayer also. Hebrews 13, 20 and
1: 21 Shashvatavada odambadikeya ratthada mulaka kuri hindi ge doddha kurubanagiruva namma kattanada yesuvannu sattavarolaginda baramadida shantidayaka nada devaru. Oh. Glory to God. That was a mouthful. But notice there that <laughs> He is working in us.
0: That He will work in us and He is working in us that which is well pleasing in His sight. And that's what's important. So we may see things through our eyes and, you know, grade ourselves and uh, judge ourselves, as we were saying last week. But we need to realize what is important or pleasing in His sight. Praise God. And uh, the Lord Jesus is there for us praying. As we acknowledge Him, I believe we'll enjoy that benefit more and more looking away from ourselves, looking toward Him, and saying, Lord, I want to do that which is pleasing in your sight, not just what's pleasing in my sight, because we all just see beyond our noses barely, and even what we see in the Word is darkly. Can you imagine one of these days, knowledge will actually cease? There's going to be no knowledge anymore. So we have an opportunity to know right now. And if this is not going to uh, take our thinking now, uh, I don't know when it will. So, you know, we we are definitely in the last days. Anybody who has half a brain can tell you that something seriously, uh, you know, closure type of thing is coming on the earth. There's a closing, there's an end There's a doomsday in court according to some people. You know, all of these things are there. So if we don't get knowledge now, there's not going to be any chance of getting knowledge anymore as per pursuit of it or looking for it, digging after it, looking for wisdom, seeking wisdom. All of these things will be uh, over because we will see Jesus. Thank God. And what an awesome day that will be. But, This is our chance to be able to get revelation and understanding so that we can receive our benefits, our rewards, which will last forever. Hallelujah. Can you imagine carrying with you your certificates uh, forever? Recently I had to go looking for my certificates every now and then and I go look at it and I see the Aged papers and the dates on them, and I think, I could have done better. Hallelujah. If I had a chance now, I probably would have done better. Amen. So uh, we shouldn't have that kind of regret that we could have done better afterwards, you know, thinking about it all. And I had one chance. I had another chance. I had another chance. Every day was another chance. I could do it. I could have done it. Praise God. All those kind of thoughts. Hallelujah. Very interesting, right? So, uh, let's pray these prayers. Let's desire this and uh, be convinced that this is the Word of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We were saying the other day that uh, among the various examinations that God has for us, the easiest one is self-examination. So let's go with that and let's choose that, first of all, where you examine yourself so that you are um, not forced by circumstances or by questions out there to examine yourself. Hallelujah. So I could say that the the scripture is basically written for self-examination. What do you think? Let's read and see. 2 Timothy, the third chapter says, in verse 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God, is profitable for doctrine, reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Notice that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So this is given by God's Spirit to help us self-correct. Amen. So as you study the scriptures, we should be able to say, hmm, I need to fix that. Help me, Lord. That's what your word said. I'm looking forward to that correction and so forth. Praise God. Let's look at that also in Kannada, 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17.
1: Barahagalanu Tiridavanagi diella, our Barahagalu Christa, Liruva, Nambike, mulaka, Rakshane Hundisuva, Hallelujah. So this is a personal letter
0: written to Timothy, and therefore. I believe maybe that's why he's saying the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. But then he says doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction in righteousness. Notice that before correction, there's reproof. So there's going to be a gentle reproof, uh, like a warning, a conviction, so on. And then the correction, and the word for correction implies straightening up, straightening up. So you receive the correction and the straightening up after the reproof. So mm, there has to be something about handling reproof and growing with that understanding and maturing that all of these things are making our life straight and right before him so that we have a great report card. Hallelujah. So that we are thoroughly furnished unto all good works. We're able to produce the fruit that we should have and then enjoy our reception in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise God. So there is a doctrine. Thank God for that. Then there's reproof in there. And then the correction. Then instruction in righteousness. Thank God that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and that is true in our spirits. Our spirit man is right. But there's a part of us that has to uh, go with us into heaven, and I believe that you and I are working on that part called the soul, the thought realm, the imaginations, our will, our intellect, and God wants that also saved. Isn't that interesting that you want to be able to take that with you uh, in a finished work. Praise God. That's what it's all about. And your soul uh, has to be dealt with by the Word of God. So let's look at another verse that will buttress that idea. James 1 says, in verse 21, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Praise God. So there is a saving of the soul there. Your spirit is saved. Thank God. And he goes on, doers of the word, not hearers, only deceiving your own self. You can see there that it has to do with being a doer. Just hearing the word is not going to save the soul. So it's about action. It's about fruit. It's about believing and then doing or obeying. Anytime you do not obey, you are deceiving yourself. Major. (sighs) Glory to God. God help us. Amen. Be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own self. It's like the man who built his house upon the sand. He heard the word. The other guy also who built it on the rock heard the word. They went to church, they went to the same church, they heard the same word. But then one was a doer, the other was just a hearer. And when the storms came, it could actually reveal what kind of work had been going on inside. That's the examination. So the storms can examine you, but instead of storms examining, let's examine ourselves first. And then we know what we believe and Nobody's going to be surprised about, ha, 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 after the storm, you thought you were such a hero, and lo and behold, you don't seem to have much. Praise God. I, I know this is tough. It's tough on all of us, but if we don't know this now, when are we going to know it? Hallelujah. So don't wait for the storms to come. Why don't we just examine our foundations, what we actually call a core belief right now. Do you really believe those things? Do you really trust these things? Is this your life system? Is this your actual belief? Is this what you are trusting in? Etc. It will be nice to prove ourselves and know whether we are actually in the faith, believing certain things actually, rather than seeing the circumstance and the floods, the wind, the storms, and then finding out, oh, oh, I didn't really have the material to deal with it, praise God. So self-correction is the best form of testing and uh, judging, praise God. Let's hear maybe these verses also, 121 and then 22 also, James
1: Adakarana Ella Malinate and Nu Vulage in the Dagide. Nivu Adanu Matrave Nive Thank you, Lord. And then in the
0: next chapter, which is incidentally by Peter, so James and Peter seem to be saying similar things, and they are towards the end of the book there. Praise God. It says there, that uh, verse 7, that the trial of your faith, in First Peter chapter 1, the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. So you can see there that uh, the way we build our faith and know what we believe is going to affect our honor and praise when Jesus comes. Hallelujah. So faith is a very important thing. Our faith life is very, very powerful and very important, not just to produce down here, but also to receive decoration, praise, honor, and glory When Jesus appears. Hallelujah. Verse 8 continues. Whom having not seen. You love. Thank you Jesus. In whom though now you see him not. Hallelujah. Yet believing you rejoice with joy unspeakable full of glory. Hallelujah. Joy unspeakable full of glory. Not unspeakable no joy. No, it's joy unspeakable, full of glory. Sometimes the church is very unspeakable with no joy. There's no amen, there's no hallelujah, there's, there's no joy, <laughs> hallelujah. And definitely, according to this, full of glory may not be there. Because when the righteous rejoice, there's great glory. They all go together. So you can see that... Um, we are not just saying say amen brother say amen or amen pode you know come on hey shout amen there lift up your hands clap your hands that's not what it's all about it's like trying to get us to obey amen and some churches until the main man of god arrives Nobody's gonna praise the Lord. Oh, but as long as there's some lower pastor in charge, nobody's ready to praise the Lord. But oh, when the man of God appears, then you will see the praises and the joy. But God sees inside. Hallelujah. It is all for internal checks, not just when the right man appears, then. Now you're going to rejoice. Are you rejoicing for man or for God? Is it in his sight that these things are being done? Or are we just doing it for man and man's flesh? See, so we have to uh, realize that all of these corrections are so that what is right in his sight is being done. And it's not going to be done just automatically. There has to be a cooperation Of the congregation, you know, he's praying for them, convinced that they will have a finished work when Jesus comes. But there must be a desire in the church also. So in chapter 2, he says, let's be of the same mind. As Brother Georgie was saying on Sunday, the same mind, being on the same page. That agreement is what changes things. The same place, the same time, the same mind when that one accord came, anytime you see that happening in the church, uh, you will notice things happened. That's written in the scripture. So God wants to get us to that place where we are acting on the word. We are in one p- place together in agreement, believing God for certain things, expecting certain things. And that's when we see this kind of glory that we are desiring. Hallelujah. So that's going to take some work, and uh, now's the time we have. So let's get at it. Praise God. So I know that um, these are trying times, perilous times, and our hearts are divided and driven in different directions. But thank God we can pray these prayers, desire these things, and begin to work with God. Hallelujah. Laboring together with Him. Notice how it continues. The 8th verse says, Whom having not seen, you love. Hmm. See that love there? Thank God we love him. In whom though now you see him not, yet believing. Praise God. So all of these realities are spiritual, isn't it? That we don't see him, but we love him. We don't see him, we believe him. And we rejoice. Hallelujah. Praise God. So it's going to be based on what we believe in the Word of God to be so strong to move us to love, to move us to serving Him with joy, to move us to do things. Hallelujah. So the faith or what you believe to be true, in spite of contrary evidences, moves you to respond in a certain way moves us to respond in a certain way. And guess what? Verse 9 says, Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. And then he says, that is the salvation that the prophets and angels and even kings, the Lord said, are looking into to see, how, how did you get that? How does, how does a guy who's a Gentile that knows nothing about the law, that knows nothing about the Jewish inheritance... Just suddenly become the tabernacle of God himself, the almighty. And you are saved. You are, wow, praise God. So you can see there, receiving the end of your faith. There's an end. The end of your faith, what? The salvation of your souls. Hallelujah. So that is what we are all working towards. The salvation of the soul. The spirit is saved. But we are working towards The salvation of our souls and uh, accomplishing some things according to God's plan for our soul and for our life. Jesus prayed in John 17 and he prayed a prayer that said, in summary, I have finished. And this is what I did. I, I did this. I did this. I took what you gave and I showed it to them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can hear uh, also in the seventh and maybe all the way to the ninth in Canada, also from First Peter chapter 1.
1: Bangaravu Nashavagu and Tadagidaru Adanu Binki in the Shodi Suvaduntaste Bangarakinta Bahu Amulevagiruva Niman nambikeyu e Kashtagal in the Shoditavagi, Esu Christanu Pratekshana Nimage Kirti Prabhava Mana Untu Maduva vadu. So at the
0: end of our faith we have the salvation of our souls Praise God in other words our souls became so familiar with these things by doing it again and again, that our, our souls were saved, healed, protected, acquired completely, taken by the Lord Jesus as his own soul, his own territory, his own thinking, the very mind of the Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can you see what we are aiming at is to be able to think like he thinks. Therefore, Act and speak as he spoke and just be like he is in our soul. Praise God. And actually, as you have learned, all prosperity is hinging on that. That's why to be able to sustain the wealth has to have a relationship with living the word. Otherwise, you can just fizzle out. The money may come, but it will go. Thank God that you can keep it because your soul has been trained And tuned in with your born again spirit, which is perfect. Hallelujah. So that's what we are here for. We are here to have a lifestyle that just constantly shows that we are in obedience and are producing fruit. Hallelujah. Before God. How about that? Very, very interesting. We love Him, we rejoice, we're excited. Someone we've not seen, someone we've not felt in the physical realm. And then we receive rewards for all of that. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So you can see, there has to be an end of our faith. There has to be an end. There was a beginning. He began the good work. And this is the end. And he's faithful to help us bring it to pass. But we also cooperate. We are doers of the word. Otherwise, you could have said, you don't have to do anything. I'll do everything. But he said, you be doers, not just hearers. Hallelujah. And then you receive the end. You receive the salvation. You receive the saving, the delivering, the protecting, the having your soul for Jesus, the very mind of Christ. Hallelujah. Isn't that interesting? So that's what we are targeting. That's what we're aiming for. To have our soul uh, enjoy The Jesus life in every aspect. Thank you, Jesus. So that WWJD thing, what would Jesus do that people used to wear sometime? You don't have to worry. It may be out of fashion, but you can still wear it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Wear it around your heart. Wear it around your thoughts. There's a lot of work. You can see that. This place is for works. When you get to heaven, it's called rest. This is the place to work. I know you're busy, but let's get get busy for what we ought to get busy. The priorities, the more important things. And, um, you know, thank God we are all in that progress and movement. But um, God, help us all. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Let's see if we can. uh, I think we've read all this. Praise God. Proceeding, therefore, let's go off to... Matthew the fifth chapter, and observe some thoughts. This is uh, Jesus Himself, Matthew five, and uh, kind of tough sounding stuff. But hey, hey, we eat tough for breakfast. We are those kind of guys. Hallelujah, right? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> the first meal of the day, rah rah rah. We just eat it up. Verse 22 But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. Man, strong stuff to just say, Thou fool. <laughs> Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother had ought against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, go thy way first, be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. You know, we are um, prosperity people and uh, we, are, we bear that reproach and that um, persecution for believing such things that God is a God of prosperity, uh, where your cup runs over. He said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly till it overflows, that if you're willing and obedient, you lead the good of the land. And he was not just talking about, you know, eating uh, in Oberoi alone, but dressing like you're going to eat at Oberoi, and driving like you're going to drive to Oberoi Not, you know, parking somewhere on the main road and then walking into the Oberoi, you know, looking good. Praise God. He wants everything, right? Amen. So you can drive in and, uh, you know, the guy is happy to park your car instead of saying, "Uh, can I not park your car even though you ask for valet? Say amen somebody. Is there a life more abundantly that he's talking about? Absolutely. And are we guilty of believing it? Yes, we are. If we are to be charged for believing that, charge us. It doesn't matter. We got it from this Bible. Hallelujah! And if you have half sense, go read it yourself. It should convince you too. Jesus paid a great price not to leave us on barely getting along alley next door to Grumble Alley and all of that—just grumbling, complaining day after day, gang, 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 gang. No, he paid a very high price to make sure the curse of poverty was broken. Poverty is a curse. What are you content about? We are content that God's word is final authority and it's going to come to pass. It's going to happen. Hallelujah. And we take pride and pleasure in seeing it come to pass, God's way. To see it happen here, not just in some, you know, in quote, blessed country, but in this blessed country. Not God forsaken, but blessed country. Why is it blessed? Because Jesus paid for it and you're here. Hallelujah. And you are the salt and the light. And you are the one that's keeping this land. Say amen. Oh, yeah, I could just get happy out there. But let's stay in the context and notice. All of that prosperity is wonderful and there is a giving of gifts and you know offerings and tithes and you know it has to produce results. and the results are going to be sure based on us not being offended with our brothers. So he said, if you're going to give and you're not ready, don't give. Go finish the work first and then come and give. Then it will produce. Otherwise you'd be saying, I've been tithing, I've been giving, I've been doing this and that. No prosperity for me. You see, we're not examining your heart. You examine your heart. I examine my heart. For God, this is so powerful. He says, if you say thou fool, you could be in the danger of hell. That's pretty serious, right? So God is seeing things a little differently. <laughs> Lord, have mercy on all of us. Amen. Leave there your gift before the altar. Go your way first. So there are some first things to do. There's a whole preparation in giving. Hallelujah. Go be reconciled to thy brother. And then come and offer your gift. Isn't that interesting? We have some work to do. God help us. Amen? Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Like we said, it's not just you and God, it's you and the believers also. God says, you cannot see me. If you cannot love the believer that you see, how can you love me that you don't see? So that's the fruit. The fruit has to be seen with people. Other believers have to notice that you came and you said, I'm sorry, brother. I've been harboring things against you. I've been thinking terrible things about you. I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Praise God. Um, You don't get too much of that. Have you noticed that? Why? Because we live in a proud society. That seems to be a reduction. But you want some benefits, according to the Lord Jesus. You don't want hellfire kind of judgment hanging around you all the time, torments, Fires all the time, you know, just barely making it. Ah, man, that was hot all the time. Things are hot for you. Isn't it better to just settle it? Praise God. Mm. All right. Let's read Matthew five, twenty-two, all the way <laughs> to 24.
1: नानु ನಮಗೆ हेलुवा देन अंदरे निष्कारण वागी तन्ना सहोदरना मेले यावन आदरु सिट्टूगुण डरे अवनु न्यायतीर पिना आपायक्के वलगा गुवनो मत्तु यावन आदरु तन्ना सहोदरनिगे व्यक्तवाद अवने इन्दु हेली डरे अवनु न्याय सभेय आपायक्के वलगा गुवनो आददरिंदा
0: Praise God. Let's get specific about that verse a little bit, you know, because we are in the self-correction mode. We can jump off to 1 John 3, Hallelujah, and observe similar language. Verse 14, we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. How about that for abideth? You know, to stay in the realm of death. That's not fun. Abides there. He remains there in the place of death. Hmm. That's, However you look at it, death is not a good word. So we have to probably fix a few things. What do you say? I think so. (laughs) Love the brethren. Love the brethren. Just have to love the brethren. Why? Because they are the brethren. They are your brothers. They are the brothers of the Lord Jesus. We are born from the same father. Whosoever hateth his brother, verse 15 continues, is a murderer. How about that for direct? Whosoever hated his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Hmm. Now, you know you have eternal life, but why abide in the realm of death? Why remain in the realm of death? So that fullness of life, life more abundantly, overflowing, that everybody can see fruit, is going to be hinged on these kind of thoughts also. Hereby perceive we the love of God, 16 says, because he laid down his life for us. We ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Hmm, Interesting, isn't that? This is how God sees it. God sees what is going on inside. Why did you do that? Not just you did that, but why did you do that? Because you loved the brethren, you laid down your life. But whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed, and in truth. Are you out there? And it continues. And hereby we know that we are of the truth, and shall assure our hearts Before him. Can you see the assurance of your heart before him? Instead of being unsure, instead of being in condemnation. Verse 20: For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we have confidence toward God. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Well, well, well. There it is. It's the same recurring message, isn't it? God help us. God help us. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear all of that in Canada also. It's a long read, but you know we need to get on track if not now then when if not you then who praise god let's start in 14 and see if we can go all the way to uh 22
1: Navantu Sahodaranu priti Savaragi ಪಾರಾಗಿ ಜೀವದಲ್ಲಿ Paragi Jivadalli Seri ತನ್ನ Namagai ಪ್ರೀತಿಸದ Tanna Shodarananu ಇದ್ದಾನೆ. Iruvavanu ತನ್ನ Idhane. Yaradaru Tanna ಯಾವ Vveshi Suvavanu Kolegara Nagiddane, Yava Atano nama Goskaratenna Pranavanu kottadharanliye Devara Preeti intadendu nama ge Tili du bandide, naavo saha sahodharari Goskaran amma Pranagaranu kudwa hanginallid Deve. Adare i Lokada sampattulla yavan adaru kordete liruva tenna sahodaran nodi नन्ना चिटका मक्कड़े, नीवो मातिन इन दागली नाली गे इन दागली प्रीति सुवरागीर रदे प्री लियू सत्यदलियू प्रीति सुवरागीर रबेकू। सत्य के संबंध पट्टवर्म बदु इधर इन दले नमगे तिली Namah Rudevu, Namanukhandisa did the renamage, they were Praise the Lord. You know, and somebody will chime up
0: suddenly said, Yeah, they say there's no commandment in the New Testament. But we see commandment there. They always read away from these things. For any such person, 23 continues, this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. Are you seeing what the commandment of the new covenant is? Love. Believe in the name of Jesus. Live in that name. Use that name. We we haven't done it as we ought to. There's always a deficit in this. Hallelujah. Notice that there's always a deficit in this great requirement. And God wants us to full, fulfill it. Fill that cup. Hallelujah. Settle these matters and then come and do works. In quote. Hallelujah. Praise God. Otherwise, it's just some kind of mechanical motion that's not really producing. Where it matters is in his sight. So we want to do this in his sight. The greatest life that you can live is the one in his sight. Amen. Obedience is about what you do when nobody's looking. Hallelujah. That's the doer. That's the real doer. When nobody's watching, when nobody's around, what are you doing? That person is the doer. Hallelujah. Praise God. So uh, God will help us because we are preparing our hearts Uh, to face him at that day and that day everything will be opened all the secrets of our heart will be opened in front of everybody including you know possibilities just a few possibilities okay I'm not suggesting directly but a possibility that the queen of Sheba can actually come to the judgment of certain people certain cities and be there and say if I traveled all the way to meet Solomon and listen to him, what excuse do you have? She said that. He said that the Queen of Sheba, the Queen of Sheba could stand in the judgment. Praise God. During that great judgment there, there is a possibility that people will be there who will be there as witnesses. I was there. I did it. I lived it. I'm in the same city. I was able to do it. Why couldn't you? They may not open their mouths, but you know, it looks like Queen of Sheba would open her mouth. You won't like to see that, right? Anyway, let's hear verse
1: 23 and let's go on. <laughs>
0: Praise the Lord. Let's go off to uh, Matthew, the 12th chapter, and observe there. Verse 34, O generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? (laughs) (laughs) For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's the master talking to some people and saying the whole generation is a generation of vipers. Isn't it better to examine ourselves instead of hearing such words from his mouth? I don't think he's going to say that, but if you read Revelation chapter 3, you'll see how he talks to the church. It's not very easy. Those verses there are so scary, you may not even want to read it. It'll take some guts to approach that kind of person. Are you out there? Verse 35, and not be ashamed at his appearing. Hallelujah. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart. So if a person looks at it and says, you know, these words are treasure, I better put them inside there. Then he's going to out of the treasure bring forth. To him, those things are the highest value. He looks at it as treasure. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart. So there's some other treasures there which may not be so good. But they are there. The good treasure of the heart. Bring it forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure. Bring it forth evil things. So there's treasures in the good and the evil. We have to decide what kind of treasure we really need to keep there. And the rest should be jocked. Hallelujah. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak. They shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. Well, well. Does it look like every word is going to be checked? Looks like. Praise God. For by thy words thou shalt be justified. By thy words thou shalt be condemned. Now you and I are going to heaven. Praise God. So it's the soul and the words and the thoughts that are going to be examined. For the sake of rewards. Hallelujah. But there will be a working with words. He said we should take every thought to captivity. Did he mean every thought? So does he mean every word? I believe he does. Hallelujah. Your spirit is saved. But thank God our soul is still a work in progress. And we must receive the... The end of our faith, the saving of our soul. Hallelujah. That is probably a very serious thought because you have to work with that also. Work out. Work out that salvation. You'll have to work out that salvation with fear and trembling. You're saved. Your spirit is saved. So what salvation is he talking about that you work out with fear and trembling? It's these thought realms, these deep, in quote, treasures inside there that have to be dealt with. By your words, you shall be condemned. I believe the words are just going to be open there. It's not going to be fun when when he judges the secrets of the heart. Well, mercy, Lord. Praise God. I don't want to make it worse than it sounds, but it sounds pretty heavy. Hallelujah. 38. Then certain of the scribes and the Pharisees answered, Master, we would see a sign from thee. But he answered and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. There shall no sign be given to it, but the sign of the prophet Jonas. Notice that after all that, they are like, skirt the issue here. Let's not talk about that. Give us a sign, you know, we we need some credibility. He said, really? This is a sign you're going to get. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. It's not a sign that they would like to see right there. They'll have to wait. So they're like, don't give us all that stuff. Show us some stuff. He's talking about deep things that are going to matter even in the eternal realms. And they're like, ah, don't talk about all that. Just give us some signs. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh shall rise in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonas or Jonah. And behold, a greater than Jonah or Jonas is here. So uh, maybe that's, you know, the world and all of that. But, you know, uh, it's kind of scorching to think about it, that some folks are going to be there at the judgment and maybe have a word and say something and all of that. It's kind of, wow, interesting. 42, the queen of the south shall rise up in the judgment with this generation shall condemn it. She can actually condemn? Really? Condemn it? For she came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. Praise God. Now, where is this greater than Solomon? He's here. He's here. Hallelujah. So we must be able to listen from within, checking our heart, where he lives, with his word, he and his word will always agree. So the more we act on this truth of the word of God, the more we are listening to the one who is inside, paying attention to him. This is the greatest of all the ages, isn't it? Praise God, of course. Next to that is the greatest culmination of all ages, which is the millennium. Hallelujah. But this, this side... You know, this side of meeting Jesus, this is the greatest age, the church age, where Jesus is actually living inside us, but it's all faith. It's all by believing the Word of God. It's, it's not by seeing, really. Hallelujah. And so we need to live it out, and people are going to see it. Glory to God. Shall we read something? Maybe um, 34 of the 12th chapter. And then thirty
1: five O Sarpasenta Tiavare, Ketavaragi Ruva Nivule Ugadanu <laughs> Hege Matanadiri, Yakandare the Re Ruday, the Ne Bayi Matanadutta or Lebukasadinda or and Ketabukasadinda, and Let's go on thirty six and then
0: thirty seven. Praise God, there's plenty inside there.
1: Nanu Nimage Manusheru Matigagi Dinadali Avaru Lekakodabeku. Nina Aguvi Matu Nina Aparadi Aguvi and Glory
0: to God. So you can see here that this is where it is. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse three of the tenth chapter of Second Corinthians says. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So this is how uh, it translates into warfare. It's war. Each of these things is pointing towards warfare for your soul. You are fighting for your soul, for the salvation of your soul, the end of your faith. To say, I have finished. Hallelujah. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not fleshly. They are mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds that are trying to take over. And uh, rule over and capture your soul. And we are the ones trying to save our soul from that. Hallelujah. By casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Excuse me. Can you see that it's every thought? Every thought. Every thought. Wow, very interesting. Jesus is definitely a great judge. Uh, Abraham said, will not the judge of all the earth do right? In other words, Abraham had a revelation of that, that he's the judge of all the earth and he'll do it right. Amen? Verse 6, and having in readiness, this is a tricky verse, in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. This would say a very similar thing to what we read in Peter That judgment begins in the house of God. And that if he cannot judge the church properly, how will he judge the world? Amen. If you combine that with Romans, which we read, in other words, he's saying here, I will revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. I can deal with certain issues when the church, my own people, have obeyed certain things. Well, well, well. That's very interesting. Praise God. Think about it. You don't have to swallow it, hook, line, and sinker, but just go think about it. Let me read uh, one more version of that. The Amplified. Being in readiness to punish every insubordinate for his disobedience when your own submission and obedience as a church are fully secured and complete. Seems to be like that. Hallelujah. So he seems to be waiting for our obedience to be complete, and then he can deal with some other stuff out there. Don't you think so? Think about it. Praise God. Notice that all of these things are uh, seeing darkly through a mirror. Then when we see him face to face, We'll be like, oh, I see, now I understand completely. But here we are trying to, by the Spirit of God, prayerfully considering uh, to get maximum understanding so we can prepare ourselves for that great day. Hallelujah. Amen. So I believe certain things are not uh, settled because the believers, the church itself has not settled some things. Praise God. So judgment begins there. That's the starting place where he says, handle this. Can you deal with this? Can you adjust that? And then I'll handle the the other stuff out there. Praise God. Hmm. Let's see if we can read maybe um, 4 and 5, and then eventually 6 also in Kannada.
1: ನಾವು ಉಪಯೋಗಿಸುವ Suvajuddaiudagaru ಶರೀರ Sambandavada Ayudagarala, ಅವು ದೇವರ ಮೂಲಕ ಬಲವಾಗಿದ್ದು Balavada ಕೋಟೆಗಳನ್ನು Nu Kedavihaku Vanta Vugaragi Vay Navu Uhegaranu Devajnanavannu Virodhi Suvadak ಕ್ರಸ್ತನಿಗೆ Erisal Patiruva Glory to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. So you can see we are driven to prayer because of these things. Like, oh Lord, I need to pray. I need to get this thing settled. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Can you see that? It's it's really powerful stuff. Hallelujah. You could pick off also a similar verse out of 2 Thessalonians 3 and the 1st verse. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. Can you see a proportion there? As the word is glorified in the Thessalonian lives, so it should go and be glorified elsewhere. So there is this condition bound uh, in the church where if we are acting like this, then it's going to produce a fruit in a similar manner outside. But if the church is kind of wishy-washy, not allowing the word to be glorified and honored and have freedom to go quickly through us, Through our thinking, through our life, through our own life, praise God, our fruit, our uh, whole um, out there life, from private to outside life, then uh, it's going to affect the world and the dealings with the world also. Praise the Lord. Interesting thought. But um, hallelujah, we are the ones at the end of all of this. Who else is there? Can we say, "Ah, you do it. I don't have to do it. I'm still here. You know, you're the next generation and the next. We don't know whether there's any other generation after us. Maybe we are the last. Maybe it's all up to us now. To see the result that he wants on the earth, we have to cooperate also. Then he can affect the world the way they ought to. Amen? So can you see that our working together with him is, is paramount? Hallelujah. It's not just, if I like, I'll come. If I like, I'll listen. If I want to do it, I'll do it. No, many things are riding on this. Hallelujah. God help us. So we pray. We, we go to prayer. We, we examine. We self-correct. We check. Oh, Lord, I don't know. I've been allowing that kind of thinking. I've been allowing that kind of personal bitterness. and ah, Lord, I need to settle this with my brother. I need to go and apologize. I know it will take a lot away. Away from where? From my soul. From the pride. uh, From the fleshly thoughts and the greatness that I feel that I am. (laughs) Uh, But I can lay it aside and obey God. Oh, help me, Lord. Man, we have some work to do. Praise God. Shall we also read uh, 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 1, also in Canada?
1: Praise
0: God. And notice that then it says we'll be delivered from unreasonable wicked men for all men have not faith. That sounds like the world, right? Yeah. When we allow that freedom of the word, word flow freely through me, every area may I not stop you in any area. Then it goes and works with the wicked, faithless and unreasonable also. The Lord is faithful who will establish you and keep you from evil. Praise God. So we have these great concepts coming out, but how much are we walking is a different thing. And so God actually works with what we are walking out Hallelujah. So, how much light are we walking in is where we are. And that's what God can work with. Hallelujah. So, praise God. Hmm. There is mercy. You can always say, Lord, I'm not walking in a place that I ought to be, but mercy in Jesus' name. <laughs> 1 John 1 9, 1 John 1 9. Self correct, self correct, self correct. And then, if he comes that day, praise God. You get what I'm saying? Hallelujah. So there is all of those thoughts, and um, let's go on. You can see faith is very powerful. Faith is important. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Impossible to please Him. The trial of your faith is more precious than of gold that perisheth. Though it be tried with fire. So there is this burning trial of faith that is possible. Which is tough. But let's go with the self-trial. The self-correcting. Rather than go into the trial of faith. And then find out that we were not so great. Or find out that we were great. Hallelujah. So the Bible says examine yourself. Whether you be in the faith. Check your own self. So that you are not condemned. Hallelujah. Praise God. All of these thoughts are still there in the New Testament. Let's go to 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. It's a tough thing to even speak about. Somebody made fun and said, Oh, Michael's favorite topic, eternal judgment. It's true, because I like to know where I'm going, what it's all about. Otherwise, we can just pretend, be nice to everybody, and think secret thoughts about them, and go dagger. Hallelujah.
1: <laughs>
0: and just act civilized. You know, I thought we were just monkeys. I thought we were just animals. And for society's sake, we're just acting civilized. Just to keep it like that. That's all. So when there's uh, a chance to act wherever, animal like, you just do it as long as nobody's watching or minimum attention. But then we came to contact with the one who sees the heart. Nothing is hidden before him. Everything is open before him with whom we have to do or deal with. That's interesting. So we began to narrow down our thoughts to come in line with him. There was a big work that had to be done in our soul, uh, in our every thought. Wow, we had to now examine the thoughts and check and see. Deal with them. Wow. Praise God. And then when we meet him, we get crowned and we get honored. Praise and glory and honor at the appearing of this great Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. It talks with a looking into history. Verse 1 starts by saying, Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant. Don't be ignorant. How that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized, etc. You know, he begins to say, uh, and he continues, uh, these, verse 6, were our examples. These things were our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. So flesh is still there, whether it's Old Testament or New Testament. It's possible to lust after things that Old Testament people lusted after. That has not changed. You are born again, you're a spirit being. I believe your spirit is perfect, just like Jesus. But other things are still very much like anybody in the Old Testament. So it's the work that we do that makes the difference. So he says, be careful to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Neither be ye idolaters, as were some of them, as it is written, people sat down to eat and to drink, rose up to play. Hmm, Something about eating, drinking, you know, rising up to play. Fornication, some of them committed fell in the in one day uh, twenty three <clears> thousand. Let us let neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. What does that have to do with me? It looks like it has everything to do with me. Do with us. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. Now, all these things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, the same verse from Galatians 6, Let him that thinketh he standeth, taketh heed, lest he fall. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. So this is common. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted. Above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that you may be able to bear it. Verse 15, I speak as unto wise men, judge ye what I say. So there is a wisdom and a judging that we have to do and examine through that wisdom and check ourselves, right? Praise God. Uh, That's why we hearken on to wisdom. What is the wise choice? What is the best thing to choose in all of this? But let's call attention for a brief minute to verse 10. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured. I think this is pretty common. And we're destroyed of the destroyer. Why are you making a molehill out of this? No, why are you making a mountain out of this? Because it's very common. And just calling your brother a fool is a kind of tricky thing. Some of us are used to just blabbering stuff. Hallelujah. So, murmuring could be the precursor to the blabber. And then, amen. So, we may have to attack the murmur right in the thought stage where it's just asking for permission to come out. Some discontent, some offense. Something, right. looking for a chance to come out. So before it comes out, it's better to just deal with it, right? Hallelujah. And we're destroyed of the destroyer. Very, very interesting thought. Hallelujah. Hmm. Let's see, can we read that? Let's uh, jump and then read. We'll go back to Genesis and observe the story in chapter 18, where uh, the Lord visits them, that holy couple, that faithful couple who were still growing and maturing. He knows. He has been dealing with us. They were, you know, not where they ought to be, but he worked with them. (laughs) So he said that, uh, (laughs) you're going to have a baby. You guys are super old, but you're going to have a baby. Verse 12 says, Sarah laughed within herself, from within, okay? This started from within. (laughs) Laughing at God, laughing at his statements, laughing at the faith message. After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord also, being old also, from inside. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh? But this was within herself, saying, Shall I of a surety bear a child, which I am old? Is anything too hard? For the Lord at the appointed time, I will return unto thee, the time of life, and Sarah shall have a child. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laughed not, for she was afraid, and she said, Nay. And he said, Nay, but you did laugh. You laughed. I heard it. I saw your heart. I saw that stuff. It's the person we're dealing with. It's better to just say, I'm sorry I laughed. I mean, I mocked your word. I did not believe that verse. I really didn't believe that word. I just mouthed it, but I really never checked and saw whether I really believed it when the rubber meets the road. When the action begins, do I really believe this? Hallelujah. So, attention to the words, the murmurings that are actually... uh, A result of thoughts that are being um, uh, mounted up, kept again and again. The same thoughts are treasured and treasured and then they come out as a murmur. Because another word for uh, contemplating or meditating is murmuring. You are saying the same thing. You are saying things to yourself. All right, that won't work for me. I don't know why it doesn't work for me. They just keep preaching this. And I don't know why this guy keeps preaching all that as though we're going to obey that. Chumai is preaching, coming and wasting our time. I just do this. I do that. I clean this. I give here. I do that. Ugh, I shouldn't have come that Sunday. I had to clean all the chairs. You know, all of that stuff. It has to be settled. Hallelujah. It has to be settled. We have to see, do we really believe all these things? Praise God. Hallelujah. Do you really believe that this is what your life is all about? What is your life? The Word of God. What is your life? It's a vapor. What is your health? It's the Word. What is your life? It's the Word. Do you really believe that? Or are you just mouthing things which you don't really believe? It's very powerful to think about these things. You know, it makes you pray. It drives you to praying those prayers again. Oh God of peace that brought again from the dead. Our Lord Jesus. That great shepherd of the sheep. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Make us perfect in every good work. To do your will. Working in us that which is well pleasing in your sight. Through Jesus Christ. To whom be glory forever and ever in Jesus name. You know, it drives you to pray those prayers. I need to choose properly, Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, let's see what we can grab out of this. Maybe we can read Genesis 18, 13 to uh, 15.
1: ಆಗ ಕರ್ತನು ಅಬ್ರಹಾಮನಿಗೆ ನಾನು ಮುದಿಪ್ರಾಯದವಳಾಗಿ ಮಗವನನ್ನು ಹೆರುವುದು ನಿಜವೋ ಎಂದು ಅಂದುಕೊಂಡು ಯಾಕೆ ಸಾರಣು ನಕ್ಕಲು ಕರ್ತನಿಗೆ ಅಸಾಧ್ಯವಾದದ್ದು ಯಾವುದಾದರೂ ಇದೆಯೋ ಬರುವ ವರುಷ ಇದೆ ಸಮಯಕ್ಕೆ ನಾನು ನಿನ್ನ ಬಳಿಗೆ इदे ಬರುವೆನೋ ಆಗ ಸಾರಣಿಗೆ ಮಗನು ಇರುವನು ಅಂದನು ಆದರೆ ಸಾರಣು ಭಯಪಟ್ಟು ನಾನು ನಗಲಿಲ್ಲ ಎಂದು ಹೇಳಿ ಬೊಂಕಿದಾಗ ಆತನು ಹಾಗಲ್ಲ ನೀನು ನಕ್ಕದ್ದುಂಟು ಅಂದನು
0: so, what do you think she was afraid of? She was afraid. She was afraid. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laughed not, for she was afraid. What was she afraid of? Afraid that the Lord would have caught her. Right? Or what? What was she afraid of? Afraid of lying? No. She was afraid of being caught. Right? By the Lord. And the Lord said, I already caught you. I was there. I heard that. You did it.
1: Eek.
0: Hallelujah. So the fear of the Lord is not, I don't want to be caught by you. It's more of, can I do this right? Will you help me to do it right? Because anyway, he caught you. Hallelujah. He saw it. He saw it before time began. He saw you laughing at the word or challenging that message, whatever you're doing, he saw it. Amen. Hallelujah. That drives us to some prayer, doesn't it? Doesn't it drive you to, oh, I just don't like, I hate that stuff. Oh, God, help me. Hallelujah. So you begin to now value his word above all things. Let's close with one more verse. It's getting serious, so we may be on this chapter for a bit. But we may run off now and then because it's a little heavy. Number fourteen, Numbers 14, sorry. Look at 26. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation, which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against me. Major, he hears it, right? And it's like, ah, it's kind of tough. He feels it as though very, very personally. He takes it personally. Say unto them, as truly as I live, says the Lord. He's like saying, I swear by myself. As you have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. Well, well, your carcasses shall fall in the wilderness, all that were numbered of you according to your whole number, from twenty years old and upward, which have murmured against me. Doubtless you shall not come into the land, concerning which I swear to make you dwell therein, save Caleb the son of Jephunneh and Joshua the son of Nun, but your little ones, which you said should be a prey, them I will bring in they shall know the land which you have despised but as for you your carcasses they shall fall in this wilderness 40 years etc cetera, etc cetera. he said whatever you guys have been saying is what is actually what your your faith system is what you actually believe is what you murmur about that's your faith and what i heard is what's going to happen to you and God hears everything. And it's written from this Old Testament verse into 1 Corinthians 10 to the believer. So, that is going to put the fear of God in us. in <laughs> Whether we don't want to be caught or whether we are saying, Lord, with reverence. I don't want to think like that. Amen? Say amen, somebody. I think we have to stop because our time is up. But I believe this is a good thing. It's a very good thing. Whenever things are written twice or thrice in the whole Bible, at least twice, they're very, very powerful. God uses that law still. So look for things. If they're written twice, if they're written thrice, if they're written four times, five times. Faith is spoken about in chapters, and specifically there are verses just underlying the fact that you have to walk like that. That means you have to talk like that. That means it's a daily thing. And therefore, it has to be with the talk. Talking. Talking. And therefore, what you're murmuring about, or what you're thinking about, what you're rotating in your mind. We have some work to do. Let's do it one day at a time. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you that you are the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. We look to you, great King, and we want to be found faithful when you appear. Not to be ashamed at your coming, but to have confidence and assurance from our heart. We bless you for training us in the things of God. In these last days. That we, O Lord, will be an example, fruit-bearing branch on the earth. We bless you. We thank you. We praise you. We bless those who have cursed us, who have abused us, misused us, who have spoken evil, slander about us, who have not really understood us but have spoken. Forgive us for calling them names. Forgive us for holding things against people. Right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we trust your mercy to flood our being, affect every area of our life. We look to you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God is a faithful God. Glory, glory, glory. If you'd like to give this a great opportunity, let's do it in Jesus' name. With the right heart, expecting good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. God will cause men to give to our bosom or your bosom. According to the measure you have meted, it shall be measured back to you again. Hallelujah. You're blessed. Thank you, team. Thank you so much. See you again shortly. Hallelujah.